Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Oh, hey, everybody. It's me, Valentina, and I've got Patty here, and we're just the worst. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hello. I've had some caffeine. Have you? Nope. I think there were some other things going on. Over no, I'm there. just excited. I just drank a, a energy fight, like a five-hour energy thing. Because yeah, I was did. yawning like crazy right before we started, so I'm either going to fall asleep or go totally nuts in, in the middle of this thing. Yeah, we're waiting for her to just go balls to the wall. Maybe I'll just start giggling. At any minute now, she's going to be like, and then... <laughs> yeah. At least that's, that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know. I used to, when I I don't really drink Red Bulls anymore, but when I used to drink them, they made me yawn like crazy. Oh, which is so, so weird. your body's just like no. I don't know what it was about those things, but they didn't. I mean, they would give me energy sometimes, but they would make me yawn like some weird reaction to whatever mm. stuff was in there. Anyway, I don't think any store bought substance has ever given me that much life. If you've been absent, all other forms of life. Oh, probably. Giving substance, then it will have an effect on you. I can believe that. I believe that. Though at the level of caffeine that I drink now, like... Yeah, you probably outdo me. I had two... Hmm. Hmm. Two? Two oh. cups of coffee. Coffee. Two cups of sugar is <laughs> what it sounded like you were going to say. Two cups of coffee this morning, and the rest of the day I've had eight shots of espresso. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Is that a lot? Eight... Well, I had two in the morning after my coffee. I put it in it my just smoothie. Eight in a day, and then two triple almond almond milk. Coffee. Yeah, I feel like um, we need to talk about this. <laughs> we need to have an intervention. I drink a, hey, a decent amount of caffeine. Uh, yeah, Mike, Sam, Joey, Sam, who? <laughs> who are they? Who's Joey? Maybe people. <laughs> Daniel, guys, we need to have an intervention. Everybody, show up here in Reno. Our beads. <laughs> Lisa, come on, guys. California, that's where it's at. There's probably, you're, this is going to be one of those situations that it just turns on you. And all yeah, sudden, we're going to be like, it's a podcast festival. You think you're the interventions for me, and then everybody's going to turn to you and be like, Valentina. I, yeah, I am confused that no one's had an intervention for me yet. I feel like no one loves I've me. I've threatened enough. it a couple of times on this podcast that eventually this podcast, one podcast episode is going to turn into an intervention. And then everyone realizes like, oh, she's actually funny when she's drunk. So let's keep her that way. <laughs> right. Besides Just... my ridiculous 10 second memory. I think otherwise it's a win. Well, I have a 10-second memory, and I don't even drink, so. Mm, true. Yeah. I'm probably not not in the same way you do, where I would repeat the same thing over and over again. I just don't in remember. In the same night <laughs> yeah. at the same party? Yeah. yeah. So I don't do that, but yeah. I don't go to parties, so that's not <laughs> an issue. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, somebody posted the other day on Facebook. It was like three lines, and the first one was the first line was like, don't come to my house. And then it said, like, unannounced, I will stare at you. And then the third line was from the bedroom window or something. <laughs> and I go, you could just stop after the first line. Just Seriously. don't come to my house. Just don't come to my house. What <laughs> What's wrong with you? Get out of here. No, one of my oh. old neighbors, the cute little old lady that used to live oh, yeah. there, uh -huh. did a drive-by the other night. It was Saturday, and I was and stoned and I was drunk because I think I'd been day drinking as well and she showed up and I was like <laughs> and like I could talk but it wasn't like super great or super there so she was like make me a cocktail and I was like oh my god oh, oh my god oh my god oh my god that's one of the nice things about living in a place that has like you need a key fob to get in the front door and then true or if you don't have that, they'll let you in, but then they call up to see if they'll even put you on the elevator to come up. So there's mm. like all kinds of stopgap oh, measures God. that we yeah. can take if we don't want people to come in. Yeah. Whereas in our old house, they would ring the doorbell and then just look in the window and we were there. Like, damn it. Because our whole, we used to call it the fishbowl because there was just windows all the way or fucking around it. And did you sleep with any of them open? Mm. No. I See, that's what I think is weird is like most of the people here just shut everything down. 
all yeah, of their windows. No, we don't. All of their we doors. didn't in the main house. In the main part of the house, if the curtains were open, they were open. It wasn't a big deal. In the kitchen, we didn't even have curtains on all the windows in the kitchen. Like, but just like breeze. There wasn't window covers. No, because like I sleep no, in my bedroom window open. We like, would in the summer. It's cold in Half Moon Bay, though. True. So we didn't mostly, but in the summer when it was warm, we we had a sliding glass door in the bedroom and we'd leave that open. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I would not want to visit by myself. Fuck no. Oh, God. No. When I was reading uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, there was a solid two nights where I went around and shot every window in my house. <laughs> I bet. Which I never do. He's in jail now. He is. But just you forget that it can just be so random, right? I think it really can, and that's how he was. And because I'm always like, "What is gonna happen to me? Like, I'm nobody. My house isn't that interesting. It doesn't look like anybody rich lives here. Like, I'm in a yard, like a garden with trees. Yeah. So yeah, like my windows are open twenty four seven. Oh man. And then when I'm home, like because it's very temperate in Reno. My front doors open. Yeah, it's very balmy <laughs> here in Reno. Perfect. The corner of Fifth and <laughs> Main Street in Reno. <laughs> I am very comfortable here, but uh, yeah, like I can't close all my windows. Okay, it weirds me out too much. We were talking earlier about thirteen reasons why, and that I'm. So I feel like yes. I'm very disappointing in the shows that I select because you tell me this list of shows to watch. And I have then... a magnificent list of truly groundbreaking, incredible television. Uh-huh. And then you're like, I'm going to watch this teeny bopper drama uh-huh. about suicide. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's the one that caught my attention and I couldn't stop watching it. Sure. So great. season one, this isn't really a spoiler. Well, I guess it kind of is. So if you haven't watched it, just if you haven't watched it, skip ahead 15 seconds. Go now. Why the fuck do they leave their blinds open? Who does? Both the girl who's like, oh my God, there's a crazy stalker, Hannah. Oh, there's a stalker uh, taking pictures of me. I'm just going to leave all the blinds in my room open and make out with another girl. No. Oh, I do remember that. Right? Part. And yeah. then she's, I mean, like, okay, the first time somebody takes a picture of you in your room, you fucking close the blinds yeah, after that. probably lock it down. Every time. Dipshit. And then turn right around this other kid who's getting the fucking rocks thrown out his window. Oh. The picture taker. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. season one, right? Yeah. It vaguely he keeps it. leaving his blinds open. Like, why would you do that when you know That's there's creeps? Silly. Like, outside. People. Yeah, no. Close like, your goddamn you're, blinds. If you're not worried, I get it. But if you're worried, mm-hmm. fucking do it. Yeah. If you don't want somebody taking pictures of you while you're changing your clothes... Yeah, no, like my friend Jen and I were always like, you know what? If you happen to catch it, way to go. Right. Good for you. I mean, I just hope. But when you're 16 and in high school, nobody thinks that, do they? Maybe a couple people, but I I would think the majority. Oh, I, yeah. You didn't care when you were in high school? Oh, God, no. I've never cared. Okay. So, I mean, I, I realize that that could open itself up to some guy that's like, what would it be like to fuck a potato? I'm going to go jump in her house. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. That was so insulting to no, yourself. No, but even if I was young and cute, like, I was just oblivious. And I was just like, hey, if you happen to walk by my window at that exact moment, like, way to go. But I never didn't. Hmm. I've never been, like, weirdly. Like, I've never been the girl in the locker room that's like, ooh, let me change into my bathing suit underneath this towel. I was oh, like, yeah. here's my body. <laughs> But it's usually been sort of really, in between. It's usually because I liked my body until yeah. a couple of years ago. I've never been insanely flamboyant as far as hey, if you happen to catch it, great for you. But I've never been like super weird about it. It's like just yeah, I consider myself sort of normal. Yeah, that way. I think that's yeah. Normal. Like I think girls are a lot weirder about it than guys are. Like I always think it's fascinating how just like dicks out guys are. Well, look at like, even just mm. their bathrooms. Like they are not allowed privacy. No, and it's who weird. does the stand-up where they're like, you guys designed your own bathrooms, and this is how you made them? <laughs> well, then, yeah. well, that's true. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Pulling your dick out and facing a wall. It's weird. What can go why, wrong? <laughs> why wouldn't there be walls between that? I don't understand why they don't give them don't any sort know. of privacy there at all. I don't know. Very strange. Who yeah. ever designed the first men's bathroom? Please chime in. Cause... He must have been a creeper. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he was like, let's make huge gaps in the ladies' stalls, firstly. 
Secondly, let's secondly, yeah, let's just put dudes just next to each other so they can just look at each other's dicks and be like, "Good job, bro," <laughs> or not. I mean, that's what I assume they do. Don't yeah. They? <laughs> oh God, yeah. So, <laughs> you know the Golden State Killer warrior, East Area Rapist. <laughs> Golden State Killer, East Area Rapist, right? Same guy. Yeah, isn't that the two names? So you know he was notoriously had this really small penis. Did he? You didn't hear that part? No. That wasn't in the book. No. Okay, so that's like the defining characteristic that people remember Shut of him up. is that he had a tiny dick. <gasps> well, that explains and a so lot. And so that was one of the things that they were laughing about coming out in court <gasps> because they took pictures of it. And so Paul oh, Holes no. was on My Favorite Paul Murder. Holes? Yep, I love him. And he was talking about that. He's like, oh, yeah, we have official dick pics of the East Area Rapist. Oh, and that no. was like the thing that he just totally didn't want to get out. And that's his claim to fame dick. now. Tiny oh, dick. Oh, well, I mean. And so they were going, well, that really is what stemmed the whole thing, right? Like that's really what drove intended. him in, in, in the beginning. He's well, just yeah. angry. Well, I always felt like growing up, like you could – kind of not like it was super young but it felt like once i got of the age of sexual maturity you could kind of tell which guys had big dicks because i feel like they were always the like i don't care if you talk to me kind of guys whereas the ones that were like hey what's going on like what are you doing later blah, blah, blah. like the guys that were super aggressive were the like little dick guys really or that were trying to show off or whatever well yeah and they had like the small man's complex oh my god like, but uh, my first boyfriend in college was the quarterback. Such a small dick. Like I, and unfortunately, I hope you don't listen to this podcast. If he does, you know what? Yeah, well, you know Fuck what he you. knows. You're a fucking. He knows whatever. anyway. Uh, no, the first time we had sex, uh, I remember afterwards being like, "Whoa, you got really close." And he was like, "Sorry, what? I was in you." And I was like, "Oh." Oh, oh okay no. then. Oh my mm-hmm. god. And he was like big man on campus, quarterback, whatever. Was, was he not mortified? Uh, not enough to run into the sunset because we dated for like another year. Well, he has like, to keep you forever because now you know. Oh my god. But I, oh no, I definitely told like everybody. I, I was watching um this Ali Wong special. Oh, is it the new one? The, the new hardback one? wife? Yeah. <clears throat> she is intense she is so what is the word like crass not crass but she's just she's too much for me to take because she does get too crass yeah i don't like crass but she she had this whole thing about like if you know if a girl doesn't have sex with you on the first date it's because she she wants it to be more right right and she's so she's like if a guy doesn't have sex with you on the first date it's because he has a small dick and he feels like he needs to trap you into liking him before he lets you that's terrible I've definitely experienced it was hilarious. Not that. I've definitely experienced guys not having sex with me and them being like, whoa, bro. Because usually they're the confident guys. If you have a big dick, you're confident. So you're like, hey. well, that's what she was saying. Those guys would have sex with you the first day. Oh, it's the small no, dick guys that wouldn't. Oh, no, I found out that they were like, you know what? You're going to come around to the stick eventually. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Maybe I just knew better. I just guys that was pretty funny. Did. No, 100% <laughs> true. Yeah, it was a little too much for me, too. It's like I probably wouldn't watch the other one. Yeah, but. I feel like she, she talked about like butt stuff. Yeah. Which I know. Well, and a lot of her pregnancy stuff was a little, <laughs> a little too much for me. Like, I don't need to know that. Right? I like, chose I not like to do pretty, that. Like, I'll do an Anthony Jeselnik. Oh, or, my God. His uh, last special was hilarious. Uh, he's horrific he's, as a person. He's and I so love wrong. It. It's so amazing. wrong. Yeah. But for some reason, like her stuff, just there's not a lot of female comics that I like. I'm embarrassed to admit it, but like I don't do Nikki Glazer. I'm not even that big into like Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman. No, because like, they're, they're both the same. Well, Sarah Silverman can really get pretty. But it's it's the same vibe too. to me. It yeah. just feels like it's just this like, what am I going to shock you by saying? Right. Like, let's talk about how I like made out with my dad or like <laughs> I like it in my butt or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm just like you're just going for shock value. Right. You're not being really funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about that. Uh, but yeah. I did did I tell you that the Catherine Ryan, the British comedian, actually liked her stand up? Because I'm always looking so. for girls that I actually like. Yeah. Um Michelle so, Wolf we like. 
I liked her. Ooh, yeah, we she's love her. Yeah. We loved her before it was cool to love her. <laughs> Hello. No, she's the best. Yeah. Uh, no, I just randomly discovered this girl. Uh, she's an American living in London. Her name's Catherine Ryan. I forget what the stand-up is, but I thought she did a very good job. Seth Meyers was on Pod Save America. Nice. I think it was today. I didn't and he was talking about Michelle Wolf, and he's like, you know, they knew exactly what they were getting for the oh, correspondence yeah. center. Like, this is a bunch of journalists that do research. <laughs> if they didn't know exactly what they were getting... They're fucking idiots because no, there's of- he's like there's there's evidence out there what she's like and everybody knew exactly what she was gonna do when she went she there and she delivered exactly what everybody knew she would and then they all acted like they were up in arms about oh, it. Oh, I like, know. Please, to- you were dying for somebody to say all of that. If for people to take any of it like canon that she said that it wasn't just like a joke that was literally poking fun at the. Like, established views of what she was talking Like, the abortion joke. Like, that was literally just... It was a joke. Yeah. It wasn't... Uh, yeah. Stand behind your decisions, people. Back up the people that you hire to do have, things. But, I mean, the fact that it's the same group of people that can listen to her and be like, oh, my God, she was not even nice. And then listen to the stuff Trump says and be like, but he's just speaking his mind. Yeah. You're like... Well, he didn't really what? mean it. I don't know what planet we're on. If yeah. you're going to... You saw that thing that I tweeted about um, grab her by the pussy on the wall of the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Ivanka standing yeah, next to it Ivanka all proudly. The, yeah, Jerusalem that was amazing. Uh, dedication. <laughs> and someone had <laughs> so pretendedly good. chiseled into the wall Trump's grab her by the pussy mm. speech. And she's just <laughs> presenting it. And I was like, this is perfect. This is... How are we still just fine with this? I find it amazing. I think we have been beaten down into like nothing shocking anymore. And what are you going to do? Well, and by the time that we hear this, I will have spent a week with my parents. Oh, oh my God. You're staying there the whole week? I, I, uh, what is I don't wrong know. with you? Well, you was, have to find a reason to get well, out so of there. So I was going to go on Monday and then leave just whenever. So yeah. I was thinking maybe like Thursday. That, to me, that's like a week. I'm going to call you on Wednesday and maybe Please there's going to be an emergency that Please you need do. to come home for. Because... I'll probably just text you and I might like FaceTime you crying. <laughs> I kn- Please come home, Valentine. I need you. <laughs> I understand that like talking about politics isn't like the coolest thing to do. But when you're in a room with two people. So my dad is 70. No. He's born in 37. So how old is he? He's old. Oh, fuck. Don't ask me. This. Right? So 70, 80, 80. So he's 80. And he's English. So that's a bit. So he should have no opinion on he American He shouldn't. Politics. But my fucking mother brainwashes him. <laughs> he's a is Stockholm he a voting? syndrome. Like he's not here. On no, he's, not, uh, he's a legal he's a alien. Citizen. Okay, he is. Yeah. So he doesn't vote. 100%. So he really shouldn't have an opinion. No. Because he, he could become a but citizen. who else does he hang out with right. every day, all day? But my mother, who mm-hmm. is crazy conservative. I don't know how old she is. All I know is that <laughs> it's their 50th wedding anniversary this oh, year. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, January was their 50th wedding anniversary, which is actually really cute because they did meet on a blind date. Wow. And, and they, they got married three months later. I was going to say they got married really fast, right? Fucking fast. Yeah. And then fucking pissed around for 10 years. You know, that's it. Because Ian's parents did that same thing. Like, they met... They, his dad was in the military and his, his mom was a teacher on a military base. I think oh, that's where they that's met. adorable. And they met and they got married really quickly, too. So and quick. like, but you they were married for over 50 back. years. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you could do that back then. Because you didn't have the whole, like, maybe I could do better thing. You were like, I just want to <laughs> find somebody that I don't hate that I just want to hang out with. For, like, and I think there's a lot more years. pressure to be married by a certain age, too. Well, yeah, and I think it's such a the, good segue into my topic today. Right, like the bar was a lot lower, <laughs> not in necessarily even a bad way, because I think it was just like an accepted thing to where you were like, I just want to find someone that I really like, and I oh, I'm not even like, really worried about that that much. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think know. my parents were. Yeah, no, and I'm sure his parents did too. But I they were just like, let's. Each other I well. guess we'll just hang out the next fifty years. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I, I think they went into it feeling like it was a full, like a life thing, right? Like I think a lot of us go into oh, it yeah. now, like maybe I, it, I'll get out of it. Yeah, it's it's, it's people don't see marriage as a lifelong thing as 100%. much anymore. Oh yeah. So, 
Well, I think I've noticed definitely that, like, I think their relationship supersedes, like, their relationship with me, which I think is it very should. old school. It should, Yeah, though. but it's very old school. Because your kids do leave. Right. And your spouse doesn't. Right. Supposedly. But I feel like it's very, like, it's all about the kids and it's all about their happiness. Yeah, but there's, like, there's those articles that come in, like, about French parenting. I don't know why it's French parenting that people pick on where it's, like, mm-hmm. literally, like... Okay, kid, go play by yourself. It's mommy time. And right. like, they just fucking ignore the kids for a couple hours and the kid is left to his own devices to yeah. learn to play. And yeah, that, yeah you go to dinner and you have dinner with your husband or your wife and yeah. that's your time and the kid does not fucking interrupt and the kid eats what it's like this like and that's how we were raised right like yeah. i'm sorry you don't like what we're serving for dinner too goddamn bad yeah. eat it go to bed you don't hungry. get your own freaking meal yeah um I'm on board with that. Yeah, I think that's probably really important, actually, because your kids do leave and your spouse is still there. And if you if totally let that relationship go because you're right. so and invested in the kids. I have zero idea about the statistics, but I feel like <laughs> it probably doesn't raise a bunch of assholes. Yeah, we don't need facts here, Valentina. No. We just need opinion I, and conjecture. I think that, that <laughs> probably raises the best children. <laughs> But I mean, well, more independent children. But isn't probably. the biggest complaint about the last generation that all they do is think about themselves and their participation trophies and their don't and their sensitivity feelings. to everything and their trigger warnings and their yeah. yada yada. But I feel like for us, it was just like little assets. Why don't you earn your way into this conversation? Right, and yeah, oh, it's infuriating. That whole that whole protecting my gentle feelings and my little brain from Ooh. hearing things I don't like just. Drives me crazy. I'm sure that's great. I'm sure that's wonderful, but that's just not how the world is going to be for you. So you should probably. But they're, we're making it that way all the way up. through college at oh, this I know. point. It's so nuts. I would. I mean, the only thing I obviously get disturbed by is any sort of animal abuse. So yeah, I would love animal trigger warnings. I would love to not see fucking elephants getting abused in my facebook feed like that would be there was delightful. a horrible tiger one today but they actually don't, did cover it up no so you didn't have to see it don't tell me about it i'm I'll not i'm just gonna that's all i'm saying but it was it did I'll have that kind of tires. cover like yeah. hey you might not want to watch this yeah but what's weird is i get those on like the pimple popper videos where it's like are you sure you want to see this i'm like it's a goddamn pimple you can't compare this to like a rhino being oh, dehorned yeah no so clearly we gotta figure one is much more some shit out yeah. but so i understand wanting to see a trigger warning for that but i uh, and i guess i haven't had like super traumatic things happen to me in my lifetime like i haven't been raped or i haven't been abused as a child by a family member and all of these things yeah. but but even if you have and this is probably a horrible i, I think we established yeah, like, that i'm we don't a horrible know what human we're being about. Just no that's not true i mean i've been assaulted like i mean i've right. had shit happen and you know what life goes on and you can't, I mean, you can stay sensitive to that for your whole life and have it be a horrible thing, but the planet is going to continue on and right. things are going to happen that are going to trigger you and you have to learn how to deal with it somehow. Well, and doesn't it make it less, I don't know, in my head, it would make it less triggering if it were more common, like if that makes sense. Like if no one's ever going to talk about the fact that like your cousin was weird to you. Or your cousin touched you or your dad touched you. Yeah. Like, if you never talk about that, like, aren't you going to hold, like, some super weird, dirty... Right, that it's Nobody's talking thing. about yeah. this kind of a thing. Where if I feel like people are like, this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me, that you're going to be like, oh, my God, it fucking happens. Yeah, so, and like, I would have to qualify, like, too, like, when I say, like, oh, I've been assaulted, it's people I knew, but it was situations that... You know, like I yeah. told you about the whole shotgun thing and almost having right. somebody try to kill me. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that. Could, but I knew the person. So I don't know if that makes it less traumatic or not. But, you know, I had to wrestle a shotgun out of somebody's sure. hands because they wanted to kill me and his fa- parents. And Yeah, I mean, like I normal don't... eighth grade stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Friday. I think I was 17. <laughs> 
Um, I think I might have been eight. But no, I feel like I would want people to talk about it more so that I well, don't feel like some fucking weirdo. Yeah. And when I think when I look back at the situations that I was in personally for me, right. I put myself in situations yes. that were fucking. And I'm not saying everybody does. I don't think everybody oh, does. No, no, and no. I don't think that's an excuse for somebody to try to kill you either. No. However, I did have to own the fact that I was hanging out with somebody who had the propensity and the, you know that kind of thinking and that kind of violent behavior and i yeah. knew it before i went to another state with them you know um yeah i mean i was aware can, of what i was getting into yeah i mean and you can for sure be assaulted by your doctor or oh, God, your uncle whole gymnast thing. Yeah. or is someone in an incredibly like respected position but at the same time, like, I also know that, like, some of the situations that I put myself in that I don't feel comfortable about are just stuff that I was dumb and I was young. Yeah. And I didn't know that this stuff could happen. So. Yeah. And I mean, that's really right. Like, there's people who are straight out assaulted and oh, for said sure. no. Like, oh, I mean, I so I don't want to excuse yeah, anybody's no, behavior because there's no nobody excuse for anybody for hurting it. you. No matter how good you are, how ghetto you are, how drugged out you are. Yeah. Like, Nobody deserves it. Right. At all. Yeah. But I just. But it's hard to live a life where you never have to encounter it or a mention of it. Or, right. Right. I like, it's just hard. Yeah. And I feel like it makes it more digestible if you can't confront it based on, like, my minimal experience with having been in uncomfortable situations. <laughs> Your minimal experience well, with I mean, uncomfortable situations. I mean, like I had a cousin that got really weird one time oh, to where it like super affected me. And like I finally, and my mom was like, why aren't you calling oh Jim or whatever? And he was much older than I was. Why aren't you calling cousin Jim? Why aren't you calling cousin Jim? And I was like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to hang out with them, whatever, whatever. And then finally I was like, you know what? Because he was fucking weird and he got in a fucking bed with me and tried to oh. cuddle with me. And I, I. Good for you. Like, I, it didn't feel right. But at the same time, like, did I do anything to say or to clear? Was there a sign above my head that was like, don't get in bed with me? No, well, that should wasn't. be common sense. I feel like there should be common sense <laughs> if your fucking cousin didn't get in bed, bed with you. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think that any of those things happen without you feeling like you invited it in some way. And I don't know if that's... Well, that's probably part of the guilt, right? Right. Like, is you wonder if you could have done something. Right? Like, yeah. was I too nice? Did I smile? To, like, to your cousin. For girls, though. I think <laughs> yeah. it's this thing where it's like, I did wear short shorts and I did smile and I did... Like, I was a nice person. You know what I mean? Like, you have these insane... I think women are often put in impossible positions yes. because if you're not smiling, people tell you to smile. Right. right. I mean, God, I cannot count how many times people have told me to smile oh, totally. if I'm not smiling. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't feel like smiling right now. Yeah. Um, but if you do, then it's right. like, oh, she's flirting right. with me. Right. Exactly. No, I'm fucking not. Can't I just be a nice human being yeah. without no. inviting you into my <laughs> bed? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No. So good yeah. for you for saying and that's one thing i wish that parents would be more mindful of is if yeah. your kid is not interacting with somebody in a way that they used to right. or if they act uncomfortable around somebody or if they don't want to hug somebody or if they get weird about yeah. stuff fucking listen to them and pay attention to that because that's they're telling you yeah. something even if they're not telling you something even they, if you're ki like i was a fucking asshole of a teenager like i really was and I admit that. And I understand if my parents were just like, oh, she's just going to be a dick to everybody. But I feel like with this, I was very specifically like, oh. And then I, yeah. And then like I finally broke down. And I was so, because I was so terrible, because it's embarrassing at the same time. Like sure. it's a weird thing where you're like, don't tell him that I said that. Right? Like you're protecting him right? still somehow. And like I don't Fuck want to weird out the whole family dynamic. Yeah. Like I don't know what his jam is, but like I didn't like it. So if he could just not do it to me, but then you're like, oh, like it, I feel like and mine is so mild, so mild compared to like what people actually go through. Yeah. That I'm not trying to say that like I know anything, but just for me, it was very it feels like it's your 
your problem. You're bringing it to the surface. You're the one that had an issue with it. You know what I mean? Like, if you would have just stayed quiet, everything would have been fine. Right. Yeah. Except for you would have been torn up inside. I felt weird. That's that's okay. Yeah. Like, as long as you, you suffer the brunt of all of it, it's fine. Right. But you don't want Cousin Jim and to have to feel bad about anyways, it. It's probably your fault anyways. Because, like, you're flirty and you dress. Yeah, it's weird. Way. So, like, in my family, there was some weird shit that went down. And I, like, I... I get weird talking about it because it's not my story. So yeah. it makes it really hard to talk about because oh, yeah. you don't want to out anybody else. And right. um, But at the same time, like, you watch shit go down and you're like, why is nobody fucking talking about right? this? You know, and it's so weird that it just gets swept under the rug and everything. Like, we're just going to pretend that whole decade never happened. And like, really? What? Yeah. And you're like, no wonder I don't want to hang out here. Like, this is a weird fucking vibe. Like... But at the same time, I don't really talk about it either because, again, I feel like I'm telling somebody else's story and it's very hard to decide where my story starts and their story ends, like how it affected me. Well, and I feel like our age is kind of the cusp, I feel like, between the we don't talk about these kind of things in our families or – Right, like you just push it under the rug. Leading into the no, 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 we understand that things are fucked up. Please tell us, like, yeah. when this stuff happens. Like, I feel like we're the last generation that was told, like, just keep it, does it just keep it looking normal? Right? Yeah, it's for you, <laughs> whatever. Just maybe don't wear such like tight dresses or whatever. Oh, fuck you, yeah, right? I know that's so, and it's so weird too because, like. Yeah, you do have the right to wear whatever you want and be however you want. And at the same time, the social norms are such that you are projecting a message at the, like, whether you like it or not, right. and it, whether it's fair or not, I don't think we've, and I think we will reach it because we're, it's being talked about so much yes. now that I think we're going to get to that point where there's not that association that you're looking for something if you're dressed right. a certain way. But I think that has in the past caused problems because- Oh, yeah, like you know, the, like, like we were talking about earlier, um, there was the girl who was super sunburned and didn't want to wear a bra. So she just wore a tank top to school. And at your had, school? Uh, no. Because you had uniforms. No, no, no. This was like recently. Oh, like, oh, like, okay, yeah. Last, no, like, I haven't months. heard this story. No, she was sunburned, so she didn't want to put a bra on. So I think she just wore like a tank top or a t-shirt or whatever. So the boys complained or I don't know if the boys complained. Sure the, the boys complained? Complain. That's weird. The teachers complained <laughs> that it was too distracting. And so they sent her home to change clothes. And like I was saying earlier, like it's it's the it's, it's the belief that her education was less important than the boys that would be distracted. So they're sending her home to change into clothes so she doesn't distract the boys. It's not addressing the fact that maybe you boys shouldn't be so fucking easily distracted, <laughs> you dipshits. Like, it's boobs. Hello. Well, we have such a freaking weird thing about boobs anyway right? in this like it's culture. Bo- oh, it's boobs. That they're got to be obsessed because they're so this weird, like, keep them covered up deal, right? right? They could see her nipples, so she had to go home about I- it. And I'm just like... That's not an okay message to send out. Number two, like the fact that guys, that these precious men can't be told not to focus on yeah. her nipples and fucking focus on their calculus. Are hormones that strong? I don't know how hard. How, I, I mean, don't I don't think they are. Maybe and put why are we giving that much leeway to, to them and not to the boys' girls? hormones? Yeah. Like right. the girls aren't there trying to be slutty. I mean, there's a lot of girls that are trying to be slutty, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure like this girl wasn't one of and them. And I think probably most girls, that's not their end goal is not to be slutty. No. They might want attention. They might want to feel sure. pretty. That's different. You get, yeah. By the way, I just want everybody to know, I just now put away my notes for what I intended to be the topic tonight oh. because I think we're on a topic and oh, we we're are? half an hour into the episode. So I figure we can we're just, just going to go with this. Carry on. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Gender, I do, I gender norms and that sexual assault. I mean, I, thankfully, like, I never, uh, like, I I had a couple of encounters, like, in high school where people were being, like, too forward. But I, and I'm not saying that if it happened to you that you weren't being forceful enough, but I definitely feel like I was, like, fuck off. No. Yeah. Like, I'm not 
going to make out. And I don't know if that's because apparently everyone thinks I'm a giant prude that I was like <laughs> kicking men away when they were too drunk for me. Because we did have like we were uh, camping or we were at a house up in uh, the mountains and it was snow and whatever. And this guy got super drunk. And I remember like hanging out with him. And we were down in like, you know, basements that happened. Sure. Um, and he got very, very forward and I was like, I don't want to make out with you. And I can remember like back crawling up the stairs and him like grabbing my feet. Oh, so that sounds horrible. But at the same time, I was like, I didn't think it was that right. serious. No, I know when you're at that age, like, yeah. like kicking him away with my feet. <laughs> then I just ran up to my friends and was like, he's fucking wasted. He tried to do this to me. Yeah. But it wasn't with, like, the gravitas of, like, he tried to rape me. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just this, like, he's wasted and he apparently read me wrong and this is happening. So I'm going to come up here with you guys. Yeah. And I think, well, I think two things. Like, there's, and I, I'm not saying this out of personal knowledge right. or whatever, but when you take a self-defense class, yeah. right, the first thing they say is, is um, predators are really good at picking out victims. Yes. Right. Yes. So they're going to pick on people that they already feel are vulnerable, vulnerable yes. a lot of the time. I'm not saying all of the time, but I think they're no, they're yeah. pretty good at figuring yeah, that out. Yeah, it doesn't make you worthy of the blame. Right. But it also, of course, yeah, there are things not. that you do that make you a target. Yeah. Or the, just a vibe that they pick up. Because yeah. honestly, I've seen that. I told you I worked with traffic victims for a while and... Like, they put out some sort of vibe that let other people know that that was their situation. Yeah. And, I, and they told me that. Like, they were pointing stuff out to, about people on the street Yeah, that, like, I couldn't see it. I didn't know it. But there was, like, this whole other world going on. Yeah. Um, and that they had somehow some victim vibe going on. And I'm not saying that every victim has yeah. that. I'm just saying that's what they say in a, most self-defense classes, right? Like, be aware. Be this. Be that. Okay. And I also think there's a really big difference in a predator vibe versus mm -hmm. a I'm a your drunk friend vibe mm -hmm. right like there, there's there's oh, yeah. there's people who really are intentionally trying to either scare you or force you to do something you don't want to and then there's people who are just too drunk and I think you recognize yeah. that vibe in the person too right and unless I'm yeah more and I'm not afraid to say that the whole Aziz Ansari thing that came out oh I haven't that's heard about that either Oh, it was... Man, I miss all the good oh news. Oh, my God. It was a while ago. It was this girl that came out and said that he had... Oh, no, no. I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was basically, and I remember reading a couple other people's takes on it that was like, if you have never had that date where that goes that way, like, yeah. you just haven't dated enough because every girl has had that date where you're like, I don't really want to sleep with him, but I don't really know what to do, but I didn't really know how to say no, but I... So I like let him do this and whatever. Yeah. And it's not it's not rape and it's not like a sexual assault. It's just this like it's just a bad decision. <laughs> it's just like I was too polite to run away. Like yeah. it didn't feel that uh, intimidating it was or too aggressive to run away. Right? But yeah. it is. It's yeah. just that it's not that like I think this guy's gonna fucking rape me right now. It's just yeah. this like but I did go on a date with him, but like, oh, did I maybe communicate to him that I wanted to go back to his house and give him a blowjob? Like, probably not. Like, I'm pretty sure I'd never give out the I want to give you a blowjob vibe. I think I think, I think they're going to assume that's the vibe you're putting out unless you're really not putting it out. Yeah, and you think guys <laughs> Just wishful just, thinking. They're just going with it. Yeah, I think guys just take like 20 steps ahead of you where they're like, oh, she laughed at my joke about... <laughs> You know, <laughs> fruit roll-ups. So I bet she wants to give me a blowy. Like, no. That's and, not what that means. But I also don't think that that makes those guys sexual predators. No, I think also. there's, yeah, there's, it's, and I think, I think this period of time that we're living in is where we're trying to figure out it's what those boundaries are. It's fucking and weird. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, yeah, and there's a lot of people that are getting sucked up in it that probably shouldn't be, and a lot yeah. of people that are sucked up in it that absolutely should be, and, and, like, we're trying to figure out where that line is. Did you see all the shit today about Morgan Freeman? I saw that he was accused of, of like assaulting eight, eight women. women. Yeah. God, like, he guys. plays God in every movie. What He's is going God. on? I, I 
And why why are all the old guys going down for this now? Like, I wonder if that was just like back in the day. That's what we did, and you just carried yeah, it on. I know your... that's really terrible. Be, to be but like, in the forties and fifties, that was how it was. And I'm not excusing the behavior. No, no, no. just saying like nobody ever if told you think them it's no. Normal. You're not <laughs> so gonna be just like, kept going whoa, whoa, with everyone. Yeah. I mean, maybe it would be, but I don't. I mean, it's it's old so people don't tricky. change their ways on anything, right? Like they. Like I've told you before when my grandma was telling me that her, my grandpa was great to black people because he let them work for him. And she That's a nice guy. Yeah, but in the time like oh, in the 20s and 30s different. to have them on your regular work crew was pretty progressive, right? I guess. I don't know. And he lived in DC and I think yeah. DC was horribly segregated. Probably. And um oh my god, there was the best dollop on on um when they were fighting for equal, I think it was in the sixties. Like no, not Jim Crow. No, it wasn't Jim. But it was it was the fact that there were um, diplomats from Africa coming to D.C. and Maryland to go to to work in D.C. Oh, and they were being refused service at restaurants, <laughs> and they weren't able to find hotel rooms. Yeah, because and we they actually outside. considered it a hardship post in Africa to have to come to the U.S. because they were treated so poorly. Yeah. So the government actually had to launch a campaign to be better to the diplomats and like, hey, restaurants, you need to serve these guys or women. I'm guessing they were all guys at that time. Probably. You have to serve them. You have to let them stay in your hotels. So they would have like their diplomat cards. And if they had it, they would like put them back in a separate room and let them eat inside. And then like all the people who lived here who are black were like, excuse me, but why do they get to be treated this way? And we're still treated like shit. Like what the fuck is that all about? the fact that like most of, a lot of this was like in our lifetimes. Yeah. My like, I was telling my mom, I'm like, Mom, Indiana. you lived in DC in the sixties. Tell me more. Like right? what the hell was going on? And my mom was just like, I'm just oblivious. Like yeah. but that was like her dad was yeah. my grandpa was a, maybe he just didn't raise her even thinking about that. I don't know. No, I remember my mom when she so my mom had a very not great childhood and basically ran away from home when she was like 18 to find out that her dad was alive, even though that they had told her <gasps> that her dad was dead. Whoa. Right? Uh, it turned out her dad was in the Navy and was stationed in Corpus Christi and that's where he knocked up my grandmother and then went home to his family. So when my mom was born, they were like, oh, your dad's dead. <laughs> He's dead to us. Anyway. Yeah, super sorry about it. Uh, so they didn't tell her until she was 18 and she was going to run away from home. And then a couple of her aunts pulled her aside and they were like, no, 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 your dad actually is alive and he lives in Colorado. Here's his name, blah, blah, blah. So she did go and meet with him and said he was fine but she like didn't want him to feel any kind of obligation to her so she just continued running off to new york um why am i telling why am i telling the story (laughs) we were talking about how old people don't really change their ways after living a certain way for Mm -hmm, 70 mm -hmm, 80 years mm -hmm, that whatever mm -hmm. the norms were socially at the time when they were coming up is probably the norms they're still living by or at least thinking and Perhaps yeah. accidentally living by those same rules, even though they've changed dramatically. Yep. Yeah. I'm still not. I'm yeah. Wondering. I don't know how that story related. <laughs> but God damn it. Why am I not remembering what it was? Yeah. It was good. <laughs> I trust Whatever you. It was, Your was mom was a fucking badass yeah. who ran away to New York when she was 18. Oh, she did. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. She slept in like museum galleries. Oh, wow. Just yeah. like what's the, the mixed up files of Mr. Franklin B. something B. Frankenweller? You are making up weird words. Though this was a book that I can't, the mixed up files of something Frankenweller. But it was about these two kids who like, ran away and they lived in a museum and it was a fucking great book. Oh, that does sound. It was really cool. Like they would go in the at night, and they would go into the museum fountain and take the change, just so they could buy food during the day at the museum. I vaguely remember. Yeah, it was a great book. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're into running away as a kid. It's a great book. Yeah. Yeah. Who isn't? Don't doesn't everyone want to find themselves? I don't know. Well, and I thought it was really weird after she met her dad, and then just like left, then was just like done with it. Well, you don't know him. What are you gonna do? Unless you have one of those weird parental sexual attraction things happen. (laughs) Yeah, thank God for that. But I I don't know. I just have such like a 
fierce desire for family. Yes, you do. For connections that I feel like I would have tried to stay in. Like the fact that I have cousins and things in, where do they live? Uh, Denver. That I'm just like, I want to know them. Why don't we know? Why don't we? Because like, they're fucking weird. I thought you already established that. <laughs> no, they're not. They're just we don't one. know anything just about them. Just the one them. is weird. Who's weird? Your cousin. No, that's the family I know. <laughs> oh, okay. These are the family I, oh. I'm not supposed to yeah, be connected you know what's funny? with. I, like, I have this huge family. And we are, I mean, I am I know my brothers and sisters, obviously, but our cousins and stuff, like when you're like, why don't you call your cousin? I'm like, fuck, I've never called my cousin once in my life, ever, never. I probably couldn't tell you all their names if I tried. Oh, God. I would kill for a big family. Like, no. my biggest dream is to marry into a big family. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, I, I'll tell you, Ian came from a smallish like family think, and he's not, he's not. <laughs> I would still like to think that I'm adopted. Mm-hmm. Based you on. look exactly like your mom. I know. That's that's the downside. <laughs> is that I literally look exactly like both of them. Yeah, you're but not I, adopted. Yeah, not even close. Yeah. But like our sensibilities are so different. Yeah. We used to say that I was like adopted from like a trailer park in Florida. Because <laughs> I was like, I want a big truck and I want horses and I want what I don't I just wanted to be a redneck, apparently. And my mom was like, hmm. I don't go outside. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it'll ruin her skin. She does she... have very porcelain skin. See? It's majestic. Yeah. No sun. That's what happens. <gasps> yeah. And then yeah. my dad's English. And I wanted that old thing to happen. I didn't. Aww. Yeah, I just I'm wanted sorry. family. Yeah. But it's funny because <laughs> like they... Now I'm sad. They have no... They have zero idea what I'm talking about. Your parents? Abs yeah. Like, they're why would you want family? They're absolutely completely 100% on board with whatever they think. They absolutely can't see it from my yeah. point of view at all. Yeah. Which I is weird because I feel like I could see it from other people's point of views. Like, if you told me I don't want family because of this or... I don't know. Yeah. Do they just refuse to acknowledge that that's what you feel? Yeah. Or... Okay. Oh, and about a lot of things. Or that like, it's wrong that you feel that way. So my parents got married 10 years before I was born and then just like fucked around for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I always ask them like, why is it just me? Like, was I the worst? <laughs> like, was I the worst child ever? Did you have a hard time conceiving? Like, what's going on? And they're like... Why do you always ask us this? We don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, well, that makes it sound extra sketchy. Your parents are so, like perfect, like sitcom parents. Yeah, if your sitcom is like, I was gonna say Stepford Wives. They feel like there was a newer movie about terrible. Like they're like the Get Out parents. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. Oh, you should. Yeah. Oh, when I was drunk. I don't like. I don't like suspense movies. I get, really? I have anxiety and I get really fucking uptight about it. Yeah. So when we were drunk in Napa, mm -hmm. one of our friends hadn't seen it. And apparently I acted out and <laughs> spoke out the entire movie. Oh, man. I and wish I'd And all seen that. seven people that were with me were like, no, you did a good job. You actually nailed it. And I was like, what? I could see that. No, but it's a good movie. That would be a better way for me to see it. Just having you act it out yeah. for me. I'm sure I mean, that would be way fun. less suspenseful and terrifying. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. And he's got another movie deal in the works. Mm, very nice. All yeah. right. I guess I'll have to see it sometime. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, fun. when I was a kid, I'm going to go back to what we were talking about before. Like, I feel like I was really fortunate in the friends that I had. Yeah. And that like my older sister, her friends ended up being my friends. Nice. And yeah, it was a lot of like so it was guys nice. that were like three and four years older than me at a lot of the parties, a lot of the shows, a lot of the things I did. And I think the fact that they were keeping an eye on me as a little sister oh, saved yeah. my ass so many times. Yeah, because I feel like when <laughs> I hung out with them, I was not being viewed as a little sister. Yeah, and I always was. So and I like, was a, and even I think then I was <laughs> amazed at how like ballsy they were with like a child like considering myself a child and having yeah. to be like yo we should do this and i was like what and i mean i know everyone makes fun of me for being a giant prude but i think in some cases it probably 
I mean, maybe it would have made me cooler if I would have just like boned around when I was young. I think you got to be true to yourself on that. And it's not up to anybody else to say what you should be doing that way. Because if just... you're not going to feel good about what you're doing, if you're fine with that, right. that's great. You have, an, you know, your your yeah. your setup, your brain, whatever, to be okay with doing that and not to be too emotionally attached or whatever you're doing, yeah. right? Or maybe you're emotionally attached a million times and that's right. okay with you. Um, but if you're not, yeah, like, why no. should you do that to make somebody else happy? That's like total antithesis of sexual yeah. and freedom. What's, what's, I guess, weird in the long run is that I didn't feel pressured ever. That's like, good. Well, and if I did, I didn't feel like it was the end of the world if I said no. Yeah. Like, there was definitely guys that were like, let's do this. And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm going to go hang out with my friends now. <laughs> I'm going to go play pool. Thanks yeah. so much. Because, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, I feel like anyone that's gone to high school or whatever, like, there's the party and it's at your friend's house and you're all playing pool and everyone's in the main room or everyone's in the patio and then there's bedrooms and, like, people want to go to the bedrooms and people want to hook up and it's like... Yeah, I've been in those situations and been like, yeah, no, I'm I'm super good. I'm I'm just going to go back out to the party. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I don't feel like I lost social credibility about it. Yeah. Or, and I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the case for everybody, but I don't think it should necessarily matter. Like, I feel like if your friends are like, you didn't stay in the room with Jeff for two hours, we're not going to be <laughs> Oh, my God. You. Like, You're lame. You should probably figure out that they're not great people. And I feel like that's more what needs to be taught than... I literally remember people dragging me away from people who they thought were acting untoward yes! towards me. Like, get away from her. She's too young. Because that was usually what it was. It was like somebody yeah. who wasn't in the immediate circle of friends who was this older, weird dude. And I also remember as it, when I got older... And I was dating somebody that was like outside of the circle of friends that I had. Mm. And one of them insisted on meeting him and talking to him. Yes. <laughs> like, this is amazing. You guys yes. are so funny. It's 100%. Like, we got to check him out and make sure he's okay. Oh, I feel like But when you look at who my friends facts. were. <laughs> oh, no. So we were great. monsters. Because <laughs> so we were like, still like, you can't be more monsters. But, and, us. or like, yeah. And like towards our friends, right? Like, so your friends might all be like totally strung out on drugs and robbing grandmas yes. in the park but you don't or not. don't treat each well i'm just saying no i feel like the worst people i've ever known have still been like are you safe what do you need yeah it's great i have this and this is a total aside but i had this friend from back in the day back then and he got he got probably pretty pretty low on the scale of desperation sometimes and was known for like purse snatching and things like that on occasion and he he's he had said something the other day on Facebook about, you know, in my day we didn't get prizes for participating. We only got awards if we won and blah blah blah. Oh, and I was like, and look what it did for you. <laughs> like you still ended up purse snatching and stuff. You got, you think you got prizes for stealing old ladies' purses? <laughs> no. It's that's just also it's like, yeah, that might not be the answer either. I don't know. But it was just kind of funny. No. Like I don't know anybody that I grew up with that has the right to preach about what the right way to be growing yeah. up is because all of us got fucked up. I think, though, in the 80s, like, parents were so oblivious. <laughs> like, they just did not pay attention to what was going like on at all. My parents had to be oblivious. Yeah. And I feel like I actually left them, like, breadcrumbs to be like, please help me. I am not okay. And they were just like, <laughs> do 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 <laughs> I was like... All right, well, I guess I'm going to do this by myself then. I guess I'll just listen to some Nine Inch Nails and be okay. Well, I told you my mom said she didn't know where she was when yeah. she was raising us. <laughs> I was like, I was yeah. uh, just not on board with that. <laughs> raising children, not for me. She was just this lovely, loving presence that just, that oh, was all mom. she cared about was making sure you ate and that you had a place to sleep. And, like, she was so concerned about all of our friends. Yes. And all the runaways could come to our house and get a shower and get yes. food. And, like, but that was, like, she didn't look at them and be like, well, why are you Why is my <laughs> child attracting these people? Right, exactly. That's 100% yeah. my mom. Where yeah. I was like, yo, bro, why yeah. do you think I'm taking in these degenerates? <laughs> this guy sells me pot. This guy sells, like... Because what? we were degenerates, but they didn't want to see but it. they wouldn't see yeah, it. I know. God bless them. I mean. Just say my mom is the most loving person on the planet. And she and can't I mean, see it, anything bad about anybody. She just yeah. can't. 
no matter how bad they are. Like she will find the, like I said, well, they're a good person, even if they do yeah. bad things. Like that's oh, yeah. her thing. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, no, my I didn't get a lot of that from her. I actually do usually consider like people do bad things, but they're not evil people. Like for the most part, yeah, people do bad things because of circumstances or whatnot, but they're not. Uh, especially I think when you get drugs and alcohol involved. Oh, yeah. And well, and that's so many youth. of the problems. Like you were saying in high school and going to parties and like so much terrible shit happens because people are wasted and they're yeah. not prepared to be wasted. Well, and they just, I feel like just nobody knew what they were doing with themselves <laughs> at that age. No. Like... You don't know we barely you know are. what we're doing you with ourselves don't... now. Yeah. <laughs> a million percent. And you think adults know what's fucking going on. You think your parents know. No. They have the answer, so they're going to set me straight. No. 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 I look at, like, the age that my parents were when I was a certain age, and I'm like, there's no fucking way they knew what was going on. Oh, no, yeah. No. My parents, there's no way. And then my parents had gone through five kids by the time the last two That's came along crazy. that were really messing up so like they'd gone through all that you know my brothers were both like high school athletes so throwing parties when they oh, were out of town and like thing, that yeah. whole thing they'd gone through all that i think they still ignored even that but then Probably. when my parents split up and that was like then there was just the, my mom trying to keep track of what we were doing i was like fuck there's so just a free-for-all it was a free-for-all free yeah yeah I mean, I was 16 going, yeah, I'm going to stay over to my friend Mike's house tonight. Right. You know, I'm going to drop out of high school and go to college. I'm going to, like, and it was all just, okay, 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 okay. But at the same time, I don't know how to make the opposite argument. I don't know how to be like, no, you should totally stay in school. No, you should definitely, like, maybe don't get blackout wasted all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I... I don't know how you say that. I don't As a know parent? How... Well, the yeah. blackout wasted part is it's just so dangerous. But how do you... <clears throat> like, I look at my parents and I think, like... If they, they knew. Did they know that I was not ever going to be that bad with, like, whatever meth and whatever drinking and whatever was happening or whatever amount of coke or whatever was going on in my life? And it was, like, a very large part of my life towards the end of high school. <laughs> yeah. Not so much in college. But just the fact that they didn't do anything about it, really, was was that some genius insight on their part that their child was, like, too smart to lose herself to this? Or was it just this oblivious yeah, curtain that was like, she'll be fine. I feel like it was so not an issue in my parents' day. Like, the people who were really drug addicts were, like, you know, the beat artists and stuff like that. Like, right. that was so – or the hippies. And it was such mm. a far cry from what they thought their reality would could be. And they didn't see that there was a possibility for crossover. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the hippies – well, they're clearly my kid isn't dangerous. My parents thought hippies were dangerous. Right. Oh. In fact, I th I'm not even sure if my parents did or if it was just all adults in general who were warning us about hippies. <laughs> Damn, most dangerous hippies. people out there totally. well they would like act like they were gonna dose us with acid if we weren't careful like they were Which running around be the end of the trying world trying to apparently. get kids i mean but this is when we were like eight right you know like why would anybody try to make an eight-year-old trip on acid like that's stupid it's, it's not even fun <laughs> they're <laughs> like, already you... <laughs> like out of their minds yeah they're like oh, it's a unicorn and then this is happening and yeah like oh Child. So I don't, but I don't think they ever thought that it was possible that their kids would be those people. So it just wasn't even like an issue. Yeah. Like but maybe like, they would drink because I'm sure my parents drank when oh, they were in yeah. high school. But, but like, I don't know what I would do. Like if I had been my own parent and to a 16 year old in high school and I found out that she was doing coke or meth, like, would you just sit down and talk to them and be like, so how big of a problem is this? Do you like this so much you're going to die? Like, <laughs> do we need to send her to rehab? Are you doing this to study better? Like, yeah. how would you know, like, as a parent, like, what degree to take it to? I don't know. I guess you have to. I mean, my, my sister got thrown into rehab many times as a teenager. But it's because she, she would go to jail and things would happen. Right. And so, out, but, like, outside so of any legal on how far ramifications. How far you're taking it. Like, how bad is your behavior, I suppose. And. I don't but know. I, mean, could... I would probably err on throwing my kid in rehab if they started exhibiting addictive behavior. But that just scares me because I feel like 
much like jail, the people that you meet in rehab are more probably fucked up than you. And that's where you learn your most shady stuff. They can be. But you can, I mean, I know a ton of kids who got sober super young. And really? Led really and it was totally lives. positive. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, I think good. it really depends on where you go, yeah. who you're there with, where you are in your own life. And yeah. either way, I mean, you might learn some terrible stuff, but you're going to learn it either way if you continue yeah. on the path. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I There's no way yeah, to, I'm just to, scared to, be to have absolute, there's no way to guarantee outcomes, you know. Oh, I'm But scared. you do the best yeah. you can. And we're all, we all fuck up as parents. Oh, God. I mean, there's stuff that, like, I wish I talked to Rue about more as a younger person. Um, when my niece lived with us, there was stuff that I wish I'd done better with her. Like, there's just, you always are going to screw stuff up. Oh, God, yeah. And you think that you're, like, way savvier and way more on no. top of it than your parents were. And you're, I'm telling you, it's your kid. You're going to be blind to things because you just oh, want to be. <laughs> I remember, like, riding home from a horse show with a kid that was, like, in our program so it's like his assistant trainer he was the sweetest kid and he was probably like a freshman or eighth grade and i just remember talking to him and like we kind of broached topic like about sex or whatever and he was like no i haven't done it i was like this is great this is so good for you and then like a month later i realized he's gay so of course he hasn't had sex with a girl and I, here i am being like i did an amazing job telling him like don't waste your virginity on some dodo and he was like i don't even like girls and i was like oh how did i not even see that oh, so like i feel like parenting must just be that because <laughs> I think that's what it is. You just like, if you ignore purposely blind is yourself. Is it gonna make it worse? If you push something, is it gonna make it worse? Yeah. Like that's my biggest thing. I'm just like, how do you know when you're you know, don't fuck it up. But like <laughs> You're gonna though. You just kinda have to But if you make it a thing, you're gonna fuck it up. But if you ignore it, aren't you gonna fuck it up? And you're gonna get blamed for it no matter what. So that's just not horrible. But how do you know when thing. your kids are like actual monsters? Like the kid that stirred up his goddamn mom's brains. <laughs> well, Yo, bro. I don't know, but clearly there was a lapse in their relationship. Ted somewhere. Bundy, what's going on? Where was your mom? Yeah. Ed Kemper, not a great mom. No. But did she know she was doing that? No, because I think they're, I mean, it's like the same thing. Like they were probably raised the same way and it's just, it just When do you know that you're raising, raising a psychopath versus like a kid that's just like going through a phase? That's start what burning me. your puppies. I don't well, know. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> I feel it? like this episode was not funny at all. Like we no. just got super I'm, deep. This is, I don't know what we should call this episode. Just like confessions. Uh, time on the couch with Patty <laughs> yeah. and Valentina. Therapy. We yeah. just we just Apparently gave each other a therapy session. To get this out. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> we watched some very emotional videos <laughs> That's earlier. True. We did. We did. We're, I think we're questioning oh, our humanity. Yeah. Oh, There's no humor so. anymore. No. no, we watched these videos of these beautiful children that are afflicted with variety of mostly horrible genetic diseases. Or, I feel syndromes? like diseases in the thing, syndromes, conditions, yeah. whatever. And they have the most positive outlooks on life. They're just so happy that, like, they're so happy they have a mom. Or they're so happy that they can go to school. Like, just the most banal things in our lives that they are just, they feel so blessed for having. Whereas I picture myself in a situation where, like, I can't walk or I can't use my arms as being like this is the worst why does god hate me this is terrible <laughs> and these kids don't think that no. at all they're pretty they, incredible. i understand that it's because like they haven't known anything different but you can still look around you and say like why do these kids get to run and why do these kids get to you know whatever but yeah but no they were way better people experience. than us yeah so I guess it did put us in a reflective. It did. So I'm nice. so sorry, everybody. This is <laughs> this is not the worst episode. If this, this is... was the, your first episode, go back and listen to yeah. some other ones. Which Mostly we said much... about like our last like five episodes. <laughs> we should probably Clearly, say that about I think everyone. we're pivoting. Which, I don't which know episode? What's going on. <laughs> which episode should we send people to? <laughs> 
Uh, horse fucking, uh, obviously. Or mother effort. I still like yeah. uh, the Bible episode. <laughs> That's still like good. my favorite underrated, like no one, no one's on board with yeah. it, but I love it. Go listen to the Bible episode, people. It's yeah, funny. I don't know which one it is, but. God said what? That's all I know. Oh. That's what it was called. You know yeah. shit. You're the smart one. I remember the cover. That's why God I, says what? <laughs> no, that was a good one. Yeah. Okay. So I think but yeah, that's uh, probably enough so of our obviously, self. Obviously, you should probably send us some <laughs> topics that we need to cover. <laughs> I had a topic. We just got so involved in this topic that oh, I felt like once we were 35 minutes in, there was no point in bringing up something that was going to take me an hour to talk about. Mm, probably. Plus, now I can give it more gravitas because it deserves it. It's true. And Next time it will be somber. There will be organ music. Fuck, no, we don't want that either. I'll have to do something funny next time. No. A lighthearted topic and then go back to, <gasps> or like a murder topic or something that we can Murder's laugh light. at. <laughs> I just want to laugh at murder. <laughs> like the leaf guy. The idiosyncrasies of yeah, crazy yeah. murderers. Yeah, They're funny. Yeah. Um, but you guys, we're running out of time to sign up for Potter and Love. You should go. Do it. Do yeah, it. It's do been it. fun. You can yeah, go. Yeah, I'll probably go, guys. Come to on. the website. You can buy tickets. You can buy whatever you want. Like yeah. They have all different levels of tickets. They have sponsorships. If you have a podcast, you can go and mm-hmm. sponsor a variety of things. It's yeah, been... so Jeff should be there, obviously. I think he's going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, you haven't met any of these people, huh? I've not oh my God, met you guys. a single fan. If you listen to this podcast and you are not going to podcast yeah, already valentine is gonna be there yeah i want to see Gesa. she won't be there Jeff. she I has to come from germany that's RVs. too far no i'm gonna say it anyways okay. all right you guys i want to see daniel i want to see mike i want to see I'm trying to think of names off the top of my head mariam yes she can come from finland breck Oh, yeah. Get up in there. She's only in Utah. She should be able to go. Uh, yeah. Obviously, my friends, Mary, Lauren, Christy. You guys, party in New Orleans. Come on. Let's do it. When you go and you purchase your passes, you can use the promo code WORST, and that will give That's you a, some sort of discount. I, this feels very important to me that we have a promo code. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's like, like some sort of legitimacy, it's like right? It's of America. <laughs> Just go buy me undie. Or no, they don't do me undies. They do Tommy John. Have you seen that? Is it an Onion article where they're like, the whole podcast world stops once everybody has bought this mattress? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Now that everybody has a Casper mattress, the oh, advertising of podcast has stopped. About? No, it's Tommy John. <laughs> Everyone talks about Tommy John. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, everybody go to that. It's in August. I think it's the 10th through the 12th. It's in New Orleans. Yeah, it's going to be a doing super in good time. Nothing. There's no holidays. Yeah, there's Get live podcasts. It. There's podcasts like panels. Yeah. There's like question and answer things. There's parties. There's more fucking Bourbon Street. Yeah, more importantly, we're going to eat beignets. Mm-hmm. We're going to drink drinks. And hang out at the rooftop pool. I think it's at the Intercontinental Hotel, so it should be good. There's just food and drinks that I want to have there. Yeah. That's really my whole jam. So do that. And do while it. you're online, on, make sure you're following us on all the social media. Yeah, don't be a dick. Twitter, JTW Pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, Just the Worst Pod. Beep, boom, beep. And if you want to give us a dollar a month or more, oh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Just the Worst Pod, I think. <laughs> And there's little prizes for various levels of prizes, sponsorship. Prizes. You can earn your wings if you can hearken back to Whoa. episode. I don't know what episode like it was, but it was way back there. So old. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't even the topic, but no, it was so great. hard to find. <laughs> People were like, no, it's the one where you talk about motorcycle. I'm like, no. <laughs> no it was just an aside. That was just a condo. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. So everybody do all of those things. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. And. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, this is our brain dump. Brain <laughs> yeah. dump. We should maybe do like a brain dump episode like once every... <laughs> I think, oh, I'm like, I think we just did. Oh, we did. Our thoughts on sexual harassment. Because I know you guys are taking <laughs> notes and sending them to your congressman. So I appreciate that. Because yeah. we're obviously authorities on everything. Right. Legends in our own minds. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you guys next time. Call me. I love you. Bye. Bye.